got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Were you talking into the mic? Hit it. <laughs> Welcome. This is going to be episode 39 of the IHIBW podcast because we're going to go back in time, I think. Okay. You don't think that? We'll see. Okay, hot start. Um, Patch, PJ's dad, is in the house right now. He refused to come on with us for episode 38. Because, because he had to go for a walk. Well, he said he was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not firing on all cylinders right now. I had a rough weekend, so I need to go for a walk. And we're like, um, okay, well, like, do you want to come on when you get back? He was like, uh, no, I don't think so. And then after milling around the kitchen for like a half hour, he has Asking this, about his duffel bag. Uh, okay, so he, PJ left his dad's bag in his car or something and he kept talking about how i hope no one took it i hope somebody grabbed it i hope nobody stole it blah 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 and then pj just like went and got it he was like oh did you get my bag that was so nice he's like i'm sick of hearing you talking about yeah, your bag. i was done with hearing you talk about it for 25 minutes so you will hopefully have heard patch on episode 38 right before this but um if not remains to be seen Ooh, okay so this episode we're going to talk about Mike's bachelor party in Milwaukee, which was the July 26th or some shit. PJ, do you want to roll the clip? So, do you come to Milwaukee often? <laughs> well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? Okay, fine. That is like my favorite scene in Wayne's World 2. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that one. Because you're expecting like the Wayne's World one. Like, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. And then when they do do it, it's at the end of that clip. Alice Cooper, like, instead of being like, oh, no, get up, get up. He just, he just like puts his hand sticks out. his hand out and like limp wrists Kiss it the down. Ring. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Kiss it. So. Bye, Pat. Yeah, Patch. Have a good walk. Was he wearing like old lady sunglasses? Yeah, No, he wears blue blockers. So over yes. his glasses, yeah. you know who else is a big blue blocker guy? Uh, Our number one fan, DOS. DOS number one, big blue blocker guy. He was wearing them at my bachelor party in Vegas, and kept, his weren't as aggressive though. He kept no, his are like the normal aviator blue blockers. Yeah, like and he kept asking like, why is this this color or whatever, and like didn't realize that the only reason DOS take your sunglasses off. Yeah, take your sunglasses off and get a look at the world. 
Um, so we did get a look at Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a lot of fun. PJ, you've been? Have you uh, seen? You've I've been? driven through Milwaukee. You've never been like to Milwaukee? No, I've never been out in Milwaukee. You would love Milwaukee. We kept telling. So Mike's marrying a girl from Canada, and there were a few Canadians on the trip, and we kept telling. They were asking, like, what's Milwaukee going to be like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well... Everybody just like drinks all the time, and then they just eat like a lot of food, whether it be cheese curds, a lot or, like, of cheese. Yeah, so you Big would cheese definitely be a fan. They're like, "Oh, what do you do there?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like the top things to do there are usually like brewery tours and stuff. So you know, there's that. Did Did you get in on some brewery tours? What'd you guys do up there? We didn't have time for brewery tours. Um, we did. We actually did kind of a lot for having. Friday, I think we had like 16 people golf and then like 20 people there in the evening. And then Saturday was 26 people. Is it just me or is this chair like making a lot of noise? Your chair right is now? squeaking, but I don't think anybody can hear it. Okay, good. All right. If it, you can, it's my chair squeaking. It's very uh, loud, but it's not in yeah, the Yeah, it mic. might not be in the mics, but it's. I'm self-conscious about it right now, so I had to bring it up. It's fine. You, okay, fine. Moving on. Uh, so Friday we went. We golfed at the Bog, which is a very nice golf course, um, like a half hour north of Milwaukee. So it was like a two-hour and 15-minute drive, and I don't like having to swap cars with Kristen where, like, She'll drive the Ranger around and I'll drive the Escape because, like, if the Ranger breaks down, I can, like, MacGyver it together to, like, get it back on the road. If she breaks down, it's like, okay, let's call AAA for a tow truck. Which, by the way, do you have AAA? Nope. Okay. It is, like, the best $65 investment you'll ever make. You get, they're not a sponsor, but you get three free tows of, like, up to 100 miles. And each tow, when you got your truck, your, your Explorer towed, how much did that cost? Zero dollars. How? American Express Club. Oh, okay. So you have a tow backup. Well, Patch has a tow backup, and we have the same name. <laughs> yes. This Allegedly. Is Patrick Hannigan. <laughs> Hello, yes, this is Patrick Hannigan. So, like... I the, mean, technically, uh, it is. So the Ranger is a 2000 Ford Ranger work truck that has well over a purchased originally from Grandpa Pete. It was, and he sold. It was a smoking deal for a thousand bucks. He was like, "Yeah, so you basically like need to get your brakes done, um, which will probably like all the work you have to do, which probably amount to a thousand bucks. So you pay a thousand, you put in a thousand. It's worth two if you do all of that. So like, let's call it even. You've got so. your money's worth." I'd say. Oh, yeah, because basically I didn't do any work until I had to, and my brakes literally went out on that truck, so got them done when that happened. <laughs> I literally just, like, get everything done as it happens, or, like, so basically when something happens, I pull it into my driveway and just start, like, banging on it with tools and stuff and hope that it works. Um, I I wrote in here that it was, like, a sketchy drive up in the Ranger because it was. Uh, when I was driving here, I'm like, oh, you know, this truck is running pretty smooth blah 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 and like as i'm thinking that in my head the check engine light comes back on which honestly if like i would have thought that light bulb has burnt out by now because i usually just i have like the obd reader in there and i was, I was gonna say i think i, I can grab my obd2 scanner i have it much. it's the o2 sensor a like o2 sensor one bank two so if you want to take apart the engine to replace that one because it's like impossible to get there uh feel free Free, no, I'm good on that. Yeah, until then. Um, so basically, to get it to pass emissions, I have to like drive around until it goes off. 
take it in, get past submissions, and then it pops on like the second I leave. Well, you know, you, you've got a system. That's a trick, by the way. If like you ever go to get your car to pass emissions and your check engine light is on, just keep driving for a while unless it's something serious. And you did you just ash into a trophy? <laughs> yeah, I tried to. There's a golf trophy next to PJ. Didn't, didn't go in there though. With like a cup on top of it and he just went to like ash in in the trophy so now he's looking for something else to ash into um but yeah so if you're ever trying to like pass emissions just fucking drive around in your car the light will go off eventually and when i've heard it both ways tech tips yeah (laughs) and when it does drive your ass to emissions pass it and then it'll pop right back on the second you leave if you drive a 2000 ford ranger work truck or or any car, I'm sure it works with that. We'll just tell people. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. But the reason the truck gets sketchy, it okay. First off, it needs an alignment, which is like only a hundred bucks, but it's like such a fucking hassle to like go in there for it, and then I have to like fight off the guys there doing it because I'm like, hey, I don't want anything else. Yeah, I don't done need here. anything extra, guy. Well, it's like I have a huge crack in my windshield that. I like got a price to fix it and it was like 250 bucks and the guy on the phone was like, Oh, come on, man. It's no big deal. I'm like, dude, I paid a thousand dollars for this truck. I'm not putting one quarter of the cost of this truck into the windshield. I will survive. Yes. I can always tell whenever you're doing something, I look to you for a comment and you're doing something else and you're like, uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. I just got invited to, uh, go shoot or watch A-10s do uh, weapons testing in Wisconsin. Right now? No, in September. So speaking, that's, that's exciting stuff. Speak, I'll definitely have some videos and we'll discuss. Speaking of shooting in Wisconsin, <laughs> Bristol, do you still go shoot in Bristol? Yeah, yeah. When we should be recording live from the Renaissance Fair. Yes. Mundanity. They'll yell at you for the technology. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can take it because we'll just be interviewing them with our wizardry. And Who stuff. are these wizards with these cords? What is happening? We have the beard, though, to fit in. So, like, I think that's okay. Yeah. I, lo- I love the Renaissance Fair. And we'll be chowing down on, like, turkey legs Yeah, where and else can you pie. get a $5 gigantic turkey leg and some curly fries? So when Chris, And then buy a sword. When Chris and I first started dating, um, we were coming back from Frank's grandparents lake house or something and we were supposed to meet up with Kristen and her friends at the neighborville rib fest and i was just like texting her like messing around and i was like oh yeah we're gonna pop into the renaissance fair for a quick uh turkey leg and she was texting me she was like wait you can't pop into the renaissance well she was like wait are you guys seriously stopping because like you guys are already gonna be an hour behind us and like i don't know how long we're gonna be there i'm like we're not popping in for a turkey leg we'll be at rib fest so we'll see you in an hour wait did so wait, did you not stop? You should have stopped. No, we didn't stop because you literally cannot pop in for a turkey leg because you get there, there's jousting, there's like axe throwing, there's a million things you can do there. You can. I, I remember we went on a school field trip there once and I bought a whip. <laughs> I, it was fifth grade and I bought a whip. We, just unsupervised whip purchases? I came in, they're like, you can't bring that home. I'm like, well, I can't return it. Watch so, me. Yeah. Uh, so I had a whip for a while and like would pretend to be Indiana Jones in my bedroom. So that was fun. Do you still have said whip? <sighs> We'd have to ask Anthony. Um, it uh, might... You'd have to check the archives? Yeah, it might be in there, but <laughs> I'm not sure. It was hard to use. I, I don't know. Whatever. So 
the bog, the ranger. Uh, it gets sketchy when you get over 70 miles an hour, like because of that alignment. Ooh, nice circle back, by the way. Uh, because Good of that work. alignment, like the wheel, like I can turn the wheel almost like an eighth of a turn and the wheels won't move either direction. So a lot of play, a lot of play in that steering oh, wheel. Oh, so it's like you're driving through a 1960s movie. Just It's exactly what it is. Like when everyone's pretending to drive the bus and they're like moving their hands, yeah. like that's what it's like driving the Ranger. Like you can do that and the car Nothing will not happens. move. Nothing uh, happens. So no surprise, I don't want my wife to drive it, but what, my pregnant wife to drive it. But when um, you get over 75, like it's like driving on a rumble strip the whole way. Yeah, do you do you remember the Mercedes that of course. I, that we bought for a hundred dollars? The late eighties Mercedes. Yeah, it had four different tires on it, and when you would go over seventy five miles an hour, it shook so violently that one time the hood came unlatched. <laughs> so, okay, the truck. Okay. When I went snow plowing, and I think I've told the story before, um, I was going snow plowing and was getting on like an on-ramp or like coming off of an expressway, going to another expressway on like the on-ramp. And I was doing like 15 miles an hour, hit a patch of black ice and like slammed into the wall. Well, I didn't like there was like no damage. So whatever. I get in the car. I'm going to leave snow plowing at the end of the day. And DOS is crying, laughing behind me. And he just keeps telling me to pull over. And I pull over and he gets out. And he was like, dude, your wheel is like so wobbly. He was like, I can see it from behind you. He's like, you need to change your tire. I'm like, well, I don't have a spare. And sure enough, I got home that day. And Pete, who I bought the car from, texted me. And he was like, hey, I found the spare rim. Like, you just need to get a new tire for it. I was like I'm um, coming right now to go get it so I swapped it out took it to discount tire and I was like well I need the cheapest tire you make and they're like oh well we have this I'm like dude give me the cheapest tire you make listen Put to the on. words that are coming out of my mouth so we go for Paul Paul it was like a 15 inch tire or whatever he gets there. He was like, yeah, so we found something out. I saved you some money and I was like oh yeah oh, this should be good how'd you do that and he was like turns out the spare for the 2000 Ranger is not a 15-inch tire. It is a 14-inch trailer tire, and somebody just dropped one off this morning, so it's yours. <laughs> so I have three 15-inch tires, one 14-inch uh, tire, and then the bent rim 15-inch tire is in the bed for emergencies only. Uh, but on top of that, all the treads are different lengths. I like got like I got air in it from discount because they do that for free and like check your tread depth. Um, which, by the way, only bring it there if you know like you don't have bald tires because they'll give you that bullshit. How like oh we can't let you drive away, blah blah blah. You can drive away, but like it's a hassle. <laughs> um, so to avoid getting hassled, make sure you have some tread on your tire. Yeah, so he was like, okay, just so you know, you have four different tread lengths on your tire, and I swear to you, one of them is smaller than the other. I was like, oh, good eye, because one of them is yeah, smaller than the other. one of them's a 14. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, so needless to say, driving the Ranger over 75 miles an hour is a bit of a sketchy. bumpy road. Yeah. Sketchy. A little sketchy. Well, in the speed limit in Wisconsin, or like in northern Illinois, it's 70. It 70. So like... Like, I'm doing five over in the right lane just like – I don't even have to have two hands on the wheel because two hands on the wheel doesn't really do anything in that car because there's so much play in the steering wheel, but whatever. Um, made it to the golf course, which 
Okay, Kristen thinks I'm a maniac for doing this, but like, if I'm going on a long drive or like I know I'm going to be gone for a while, I'll pack a cooler of stuff so I can have like cold beverages when I'm done. Is that weird? A little bit. Uh, I have a cooler in my car right now, and you only live like 35 minutes away from me. Well. Okay, also in the Ranger, the AC doesn't work. There's a huge fucking leak in the line, so there's no AC. So when I get back in the car and have to drive in 90-degree heat, I like to have a cold beverage with me. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. I just need to, like, get it all out on the table. Um, so I get to the bog, and I was, like, walking in. And... on these rhinos. Did you have that queued up? I'm just that good. Um, so I get there, and I'm talking to, like, the bag drop kid. And he was just like, oh, yeah, it looks like some of your party's here, blah, blah, blah. If you want to give me your bag, I can go get you set up on the range. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, I don't think I need that. He was like, oh, you don't want to hit a few balls? It comes free with, like, your purchase of playing around or whatever. I was like, dude, me hitting 20 balls is not going to make me a good golfer, so I might as well just save him for the course. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a two-iron, I think. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, whenever we're golfing, people are like, oh, what are you going to hit? And I'm like, uh, I need you to tell me what you're going to hit, and then I will adjust my clubs accordingly. Yeah. Because I don't know how far I, I th- hit I thought you were going to say whenever you go golfing, at least two people have to quote Caddyshack <laughs> five times. I golf, like, twice a year, and I was planning on dropping a – this guy spends more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff, <laughs> um, but I didn't have to. That's a, that's a deep cut, though. Like, that's most, Happy of, most of them – well, yeah, but – Those are the one and two – number one and number two golf movies. Yeah, no, 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 but that's, like, a deep cut from that. Like, most people will – you know, they'll give you, like, the – you know – um it's all in the hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but then, that's fair. No one, no one really throws around the, uh, this guy spends more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. So thankfully, this entire crew of people, like all 26 of them, we all watch the same movies and we all know them all by heart. So you can drop something like that. And they'll, yeah, they'll exactly. get the line right after. Like they know it's Shooter McGavin. Um, but yeah, so I tell the guy, I'm like, dude, I don't need to fucking hit any range balls. I play golf. I literally, I play golf between one to two times a year it is for a bachelor party or for a golf outing and that's it same my favorite part about golfing is driving the cart yeah sometimes i depending on where like maybe i'll throw a fishing rod in my bag there's good <laughs> lakes <laughs> uh just just put me down for six on this one <laughs> well i'm, gonna, so, I'm gonna sit this one out so they were like what's your handicap and they're like i'm like i don't know and they're like well what do you usually yes. shoot and I'm like, well, what's eight times eighteen? Eight is the max that like usually people take on a hole. So eight times eighteen <coughs> is my handicap. Um, but it was we teed off at like eleven, and golf usually takes like three and a half to four hours. And so it was like a whole lunch thing where I'm like, when do I eat lunch? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna be fucking starving out there. So I got food before we left at like ten thirty, and I was looking at the menu, and we're in like the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin, and I saw that they had like a brisket sandwich, and I don't know why I thought that would be a great choice because like Wisconsin, obviously known for their barbecue brisket, so yeah, clearly someone was just like they're like oh because they were gonna get food they're like oh how was it and I'm like. It tastes exactly like a brisket sandwich from like what you would think a brisket sandwich from Wisconsin would taste like. So middling at best. It filled me up, but I was not content eating it. Like I'm eating it for fuel and that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
No brats, no curds. Well, breakfast so brat. I figured I was going to get a brat at the turn. Um, after the ninth hole, like there's a turn hut where you can get like hot food and whatever. So like that oh, was yeah. going to be my play, you know, like just keep me alive, keep it going. I'll get to that later. Um, so turns out I did not golf like shit. I probably had the best round of my life, even though we were playing best ball. Uh, usually I slice really fucking bad on my drive. Like I'll crank it and it'll like hit the sky and then bank right, like almost a 90 degree turn to the right. So what I buzzing the tower. Yeah. So it's fine. Like I do it every time. So I usually like aim accordingly. Yeah. I aim to the left and it looks like I'm shooting dead into the woods and then it like curls back and lands in the middle of the fairway. And everyone's like, okay, I didn't believe you, but here we are. So, the first shot I'm like all right I got this new thing I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and like relax before every shot and just like work on my breathing and see if that helps because I try something new every time I golf because whatever I did last time didn't work uh this thing worked I like take a deep breath relax kind of like loosen up and stuff go to crank it and just like mash the ball dead center I don't think I've ever had a straight drive in my entire life. And I had like 10 of them this round and I kept like aiming left and would crank it into the woods. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm taking another shot here. Cause I'm not fucking dealing with that drive. That, that is exactly what I was going to ask you. I was going to be like, so at least the first one you like cranked it straight where you still aimed like way left. Oh like, yeah. It went right just booted one into the woods. So I also buy my balls. I buy like bright orange balls. So you always know like whose ball is yours. Cause it's the only orange one that ever, like nobody ever plays with the color ball. Um, but I also buy them like a hundred balls for like five bucks because some Get dude the bulk discount. Yeah, because some dude they're light. They're called like grade five or grade A. I don't remember what it is, but it's basically just means that they've been hit like once. And this dude just like goes around golf courses and just like collects them and then sells them on eBay. So five bucks for a hundred is right up my alley. It's, uh steel yeah and so the starter before i think golf balls are pretty expensive uh they can be it can be like 20 like at a at like dick sporting goods it's like 25 for like nine pro v1s or 12 of them or something but if you buy them at the golf course it's like 40 bucks for the same box Uh, if you go on amazon a box of pro a dozen pro v1s is 39.95 okay so even more expensive yeah but then if you go with like uh you know some wilson uh, you get two dozen for fifteen bucks, so still not not quite not a my for deal. Five. But those are those are new balls. I'm getting lightly used balls, so not a big deal. Gently used, low miles. But the starter was asking us like how we play, blah blah blah. Who he looked like Edgar Winter, by the way. Ooh, like yeah. I said it, and Joe, Joe was golfing with me. He was like, oh, my God, that is spot on. Um, Did he have the long hair? Yeah. Wow. He was like a long Love hair that. Wisconsin hillbilly. Um, and so he was like, oh, how do you golf ball? Blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. I brought a ton of balls. And he was like, well, you probably lose 20. And I was like, well, good, because I brought 30. Because <laughs> I'm one of those, like, I might be a bad golfer, but my pace of play is very quick because I'm like, okay, I get my balls for so cheap. I don't have to go hunting for them if they're in the woods or in, like, the deep rough or something like yeah it's like that that one's a write-off yeah, let's leave, keep going give that one to the guy behind me um so it's like no big deal for me um but other people were will search for their ball for a long fucking time yeah no um 
we did nine holes, no big deal. Got to the turn, went to get. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get a brat, but I'm kind of full. So I'm not like not full. I'm just not starving, so maybe I'll get a hot dog. So the girl's like, okay, yeah, like I just have to put it on the grill. So give me like two minutes. I'm like, okay, there's someone in front of us, so I don't care. Um, like ten minutes goes by, and she's like, oh my god, I forgot your hot dog. And she goes to like put it. We're the only people there. She goes gives me the hot dog, whatever. It's like this big it is like a coke can hot dog and i was like well you know like i got the hot dog because i thought it'd be smaller than a brat and she goes up oh, not in wisconsin <laughs> okay then um yeah why is that a thing i don't know she was like 17 years old and i'm like how do you have that kind of come comeback but whatever kudos to her yeah should have got her on the pod um then we hit the last nine, and we were playing. So it was like Canadian group, American group, Canadian group, American group. Um, so we bumped up to the Canadian groups on hole 18, and they were like, hey, do you want to put some money on it? And obviously I said yes because I, I might be a bad golfer, but I'm a worse gambler, so <laughs> sign me up for anything. Um, and they're like, all right, how much do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. What do we do, like 20 bucks a guy? And they were three and three. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we were thinking like a round of drinks, and I was like – Okay, fine, I guess. But, like, you guys are the ones who wanted to gamble. Yeah. Like, why would we bet $4 a person? Like, let's make it worth our while. And they're like, let's just do a round of drinks. I'm like, fine, whatever. So I get up there, and I go crank a drive, and it is coming. It was still tailing. It was coming around right. Looks like it landed in the fairway, but it was, like, blocked view, so we couldn't tell. We were just assuming. Um, and they're like, I don't know. Is there sand over there? I was like, ah, oh, fuck. If I hit it, there is sand over there because, like, I guarantee you, I've been living in sand today. Um, and sure, shit, like, we get around the corner and there was sand in there. But I think Joe or Malosh had a fucking solid drive, so we used that one. Um, get down to it, pressure's on, putt to win. I go first, drained it. Not a big deal. I literally, it was the only putt I made all fucking day. The one that mattered with $4 on the line. When it counts, your clutch. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, technical difficulties. Ray just uh, squirted in his eye. He's rubbing it out. It's. I took it's, a sip. It's oh. not looking good. I Should I go a, on WebMD? I took a sick sip of the monster, and like I think I set it down too quickly, and it like thrashed in the can and spit out at me and got right in my eye. I'm googling it. I guess I could read the can. Uh, if ingested, study my one, eye. one energy drink might harm blood vessels. Uh, it's low carb if that helps. I don't know. Um, what else? What do we got? Oh, so we finished with the same threesome in front of us, and so there were two more behind us. So we're just waiting at the clubhouse, like watching the putting green on the 18th hole and whatever. And like 20 minutes goes by, no one's here. 30 minutes goes by, no one's here. And, like, in the meantime, there must have been a rehearsal for a wedding at this golf course. These people getting married looked no older than 19 years old. And their entire wedding party was, like, even younger than that. Could you imagine getting that, married at 19 and then being divorced, like, maybe before you're 21? Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. Like, do, is that, are they making it past 25? I Getting married at 19? Honestly, like, think about how, like, what, what you were like when you were 19. Um, 
and how much you've changed like between 19 to 21 to 25 and then like now on to 30 like the biggest gap is from 19 to 25 25 to 30 is not that much like yeah. things just slow down but your personality doesn't really change that much but i couldn't fucking imagine like it's no wonder the divorce rate is so high in this country <laughs> these goddamn kids um so we left the okay we were going to leave, and there was this, like, foursome of, like, 60-year-old women who, I don't know if they were starting or finishing, but they're like, what are all you boys here for? And Dom was like, oh, we're here for a bachelor party, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my God, can I take your picture? And I was like, do you want to take our picture for us, or do you want to take a picture with your own camera? Because we're only answering yes to one of those. <laughs> Uh, turns out she just wanted to take our picture for us, um, which was fine. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah, I can post that one on Instagram if you want. A lot of beefcakes. Um, so we're leaving, and we're driving to Milwaukee to park. And Dave, I'm just going to rattle off names. The names don't mean anything to anybody, but like there are just so many people involved in this. Like I need to just, you just need to know that like, they're different people, but you don't need to know anybody's name. So we're all leaving, and Dave like rips out of the parking lot like right before. What is your fucking problem? I just just the way that you address that. I'm just gonna rattle off names. It doesn't really matter. Well, I wanted it's just different people to nip that try one and, in the bud. Try and keep up everyone. Well, because my mom sometimes like she can't follow the conversation when I'm talking in person, and she'll listen to the podcast. And she's like, you know, it's really hard sometimes to follow along when you like rattle off people's names. And I'm like, well. I only make it a point if it's like, if it's going to help the story or something. Like, those of you who know this person, it will be funny to you. And if you don't know him, it will still be funny to you. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. But it's just, it's just funny how you addressed it. I needed to get it out get it out there right now. So Dave rips out of the parking lot and we get to the parking lot where we're parking at the hotel, which was hooked up free by detective Milos, the infamous detective Milos, the parking King of Wisconsin. Does he know the sausage King of Chicago? I think they meet up at like King fest or King conventions every year, but I don't know. Um, so we're waiting and we're like, all right, well let's just wait for Dave till we walk to the hotel. And, Dom calls him and he was like, yeah, let's just go. And I was like, well, where is he? Uh, he's in uh, Sheboygan. I'm like, uh, what? That's like an hour north of the fucking um, golf course. Yeah. He just drove in the wrong direction. I guess he put in his girlfriend's like parents lake house in Door County in the GPS and like just saw Wisconsin and just like entered. Yes. Boom. And fucking ripped out of there. Must have been doing like 95 miles an hour. Um, so we saw him later. So he was hustling in the wrong direction. Correct. Um, then we go to check in in the hotel and there were like 10 or 12 of us that walked in at one time. And it was one of those where like the people at the front desk are like, Oh my God, this is going to be a problem type of thing. <laughs> and so I'm talking with Joe when we're checking in and they had like a brochure for German fest. And I was like, Oh Joe, like this is Ooh, what we're going the to. German fest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And so I was like, yeah, Joe, like this is what we're going to tomorrow. And the chick was like, Oh, are you guys going to German fest? I'm like, yes, we are. And she was like, Oh, how many people are going? And I was like, Oh, 25. And she was like, Oh, five people. I'm like, uh, no, 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 25. And she was like, Oh, uh, and I just see her like shuffling stuff under like the desk. And I'm like, uh, what are you doing? And she's like, hang on one second, which I fucking hate. Um, and she like just hands me a stack of things. And I'm like, what are these? And she's like, Oh, 25 free passes for tomorrow. Now I'm all out. So 
hooked it up. So it was worth the wait. Well, so I was like, okay, that was really nice of you, blah, 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 whatever. Um, can you, like, write your name down on, like, the check-in thing so, like, I can leave a review and, like, mention you by name for being, like, way nicer than Fantastic-ish. you should have been? Um, and she was like, oh, here, just grab one of my cards over there. And I was like, uh, just tell me your name. Like, I don't need your card. And she's like, fine, here. And she grabs the card Turns out it wasn't even her card. She fucking like crossed the name out and then like wrote her name in it. Pretty weird. So yeah, I don't know. Kind of a weird move. This lady was like kind of a bozo, but really nice, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Speaking of bozos, we get in the, in the, um, like elevator and there were these dudes who were hassling some other lady at the counter and, we were mentioning something, whatever, just bullshitting with them. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll see you around. And they're like, I don't know, maybe we might be getting kicked out. And we're like, oh, yeah, what for? And he was like, well, we booked 10 rooms, which is what the amount of rooms we booked, by the way. Um, and he was like, and so I went down there and asked her for an extra room that we can have just as kind of like a hospitality suite. And she told me that they're all sold out. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like they're all sold out. They're not going to give you a fucking room for free. And he was like, well, I just find it hard to believe that we booked 10 rooms and they're not going to give us a free suite to just like hang out in. And I was like, well, we booked 10 rooms and we got the last 10 rooms because did you know that this is the busiest weekend in Milwaukee outside of Summerfest? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, the Cubs and Brewers are playing this weekend. There's German Fest going on this weekend which is the biggest festival it's the biggest festival in milwaukee aside from summerfest there is the air and water show this weekend and there are three conventions in town this weekend so all of milwaukee is booked (laughs) we looked at staying at the potawatomi casino and the hotel rooms were 500 dollars a night that seems a little bit excessive, especially for a casino in Milwaukee. These hotel rooms, we stayed in um, a fucking like Hampton Suites or something, like a mid-range like suite hotel, whatever. The rooms were three hundred dollars a night. Yeah, in I mean, Milwaukee. That, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's so. The rule of thumb in Milwaukee aggressive. is that like whatever the price is in Chicago, just cut it in half, and that's how much it costs in Milwaukee. Even some things less, like parking at their airport, four dollars a day. Four dollars. I went to the airport too, by the way. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Tease it. Um, but yeah, I like I. I don't know. I just like hate people. Like this was a guy, he was like 45 or 50 or something. And it was just one of those, like, you're just a terrible person. And like, I'm so glad that they didn't give into your ridiculous demands. You're obviously a douche. Well, they were wearing cub shirts. And I was like, who are you entertaining here that you guys all need a suite to congregate in? Just go in your room. You fucking bozo. I bet. I bet they would have gotten a hospitality suite if they were wearing brewer shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you talking down to me because I'm wearing a cup shirt? Um, so because the rooms were $300 a night, we were all, like, cramming into them. And it was me, Joe, Stu, and Jacob in one room together. And Stu and I, or Jacob, uh, wow, 0 for 2. 
Okay. Joe and I have shared beds since like the beginning of college days. Like I don't remember how it came up, but the first time we like we all like crammed in a room together, Joe and I shared a bed. Then the next time he was like, "Hey, we're bunk buddies." Okay, whatever. <laughs> and like it has just continued on. We went to Miami last year and I was like, "Oh, we got there late." I'm like, "Where am I sleeping?" He was like, "You're with me, man." I'm like, "Sounds good to me cuz Joe is also like one of like the thinnest people, so sharing a room with yep. him just oh, Okay, fine. Um, but they said they were queen rooms. That was a lie. They were doubles. Turns out that was a lie. Um, it's just one of those, like, a queen gives us the extra, like, three or four inches, whatever the difference is, that, like, we need so we're not touching shoulders. When it's a double bed, we are laying on our backs in bed, and, like, our shoulders are touching. It's just, like... Little too cozy. Yeah, and it was one of those, like, we were all contemplating, like, just getting our own room, or, like, two people to a room, but it was, like, 300 bucks a night, and we're like, ah... Whatever. Six like, inches. Okay, there you go. So, like, we'll just cram in. And um, the problem with sharing a room with four guys is not the bed situation. It's the bathroom situation. Yeah, that can get dicey. When you're in a room with four guys, the bathroom is just in, like, a constant state of use. Someone's taking a piss. Someone's taking a shit. Someone's taking a shower. Someone's brushing their teeth. Like, someone is always in the bathroom unless all four of you guys are sleeping. Yeah. Just too much going on, and it is what it is. It's helpful to know where the lobby bathroom is. We utilize that one several times, by the way, because... Some people in the room it's a veteran were, we'll just say, explosive defecators. Is that a good, good description? So we made them use the lobby bathroom. What on earth are you searching now after that? <laughs> Please don't go to some fart fucking soundboard. That's exactly where it's going. <laughs> uh, so... Dinner. Do you want to guess where we went to dinner if you didn't read the Google Doc? I read ahead, so you could just have spoil you. Okay, this. we went to Carson's Ribs. Which, which like, one? The one in Milwaukee? Yeah. I haven't been to that one, obviously. Okay, well, okay. so you. I thought all the Carson's Ribs were closed, and so like I was all jacked up. I didn't know that they still had one in downtown Chicago, and then the other one is in Northbrook. Oh, I was going to say, I thought it's in Deerfield. But yeah, oh, it is in Deerfield. That's Sorry. the one, that's the one that potato. I go to. That's my home, Carson's. I love that place. <laughs> so, yeah. I so go you know, with Jim McMahon. You know how good the Carson's ribs are. Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a table with his picture over it that I like to sit at. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you, I, I was telling everyone, they're like, oh, what do you get here? I was like, well, it's Carson's ribs, so you get the ribs. And they're like, are you sure? Like, we can get a steak, we can get whatever. I'm like, dude. I can promise you if you get a steak, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But, but, like, get the ribs. The ribs will be the best. And so we're talking about whatever. For the most part, everybody gets ribs. While we're waiting for the food. Oh, they go to get, like, the ribs. And the server's like, just so you know, they're not, like, fall-off-the-bone ribs. And everyone's like, what does that mean? And I was like, well, they don't smoke them for, like, 24 fucking hours. Properly so they cooked ribs aren't supposed to fall off Correct. The so they don't, like, fall off the bone like you're thinking of at some, like, shittier place. You need, um, you need a little tug. Yeah, and I kept trying to explain it to everybody. And, like, that was their only complaint. They're like, they're good, but, like, I don't want to have to, like, fight for my food. And I was like, well, 
the juice is worth the squeeze, so like get over it. Um, but I went to go to the bathroom, and I took a picture of this because I was wearing my Coop shirt, and the bartender asked me where I got the shirt. And I was like, yes. oh, they sponsor my podcast. Not a big deal. Um, and I go to the bathroom, and they had black toilets and black sinks. Much very, like Stu Finer. Very Italian. Very Stu Finer, my black bathroom. But they had a weird setup. They were all individual bathrooms. They had five total. They had three women, one men, and then one for men and women. Which, by the way, just make it for men. Because I don't know what woman in her right mind is going to go in a bathroom used by a million men. Yeah, right. That one's obviously the overflow men's bathroom. So I'm waiting in line for the two men's bathrooms. And this waiter who had to be like seven feet tall and like 800 pounds came over. And he was like, oh, shit, is there a line? I'm like, yeah, but I'm the only guy. So now there's a line. Um <laughs> And he was like, okay, whatever. So he's like, he's texting on his phone, whatever. And I was like, hey, you're working. If you want to go, it just opened up. He was like, oh, it's no big deal. It's fine. So I go in there and I'm in there for like two minutes, taking a picture of me in the coop shirt, taking a picture of the black toilets. And did I send it to you? No. Okay. Well, I will later. Um, And then so I go to leave and the other bathroom opened up as I'm leaving. And the waiter was like, oh, no, to the customer. He was like, oh, customers can go first. Don't worry about it. And he was like, are you sure, man? Like, you can be in and out of here. And the guy was like, well, how long are you going to take? And he was like, I don't I don't know. That's a weird question for someone I don't know. And he was like, well, I just mean, like, are you going to be dropping a deuce or something? And I was like, okay, I need to leave. Uh, That's my cue to leave. And then the bartender stopped me, and he was like, oh, hey, I have this Carmex shirt. And I can't tell if he was saying Carmex, like the lip balm, or Carmax, like the car used car sales dealership. Um, But he was like, yeah, whenever I wear that, everybody always asks me where it's from. It's just like that Coupe shirt. And I was like, cool, man. All right. Well, good talk. uh, Catch you on the reviews. Did anyone get cornbread? Yeah. That's a pro move. It came with. We got the appetizers were um, some sort of shrimp appetizers and then cornbread. And their cornbread's so good. I'm like indifferent on cornbread. Like, I'll never order it anywhere because if it's not good cornbread, like I don't really want it. Um, I ate like half of this fucking thing of cornbread. Yeah, it's, it was so good. It's so fucking good. It had to just be like soaked in butter, but whatever. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so I get back from the bathroom and Dave is gone from the table after he made it from Sheboygan. Um, he's gone from the table and I just hear somebody like talking about Mike and they're like, Oh yeah, what are you allergic to shellfish or something? And I like, I didn't hear cause they were like on the other end. Um, and then I go to look and Mike's face is like swelling up. He, he had an allergic reaction. Um, I forget what we deduced it to, but we figured out like what it was from. Um, but his face was like, it was like a balloon. And I was like, well, okay, if you let me finish these ribs, I'll take you to the hospital. And then like, we'll be back at the bar in like a couple hours. Um, and he was like, well, Dave went to go get some Benadryl and like some other shit. Um, so, well, it wasn't serious. Like it was like, he doesn't have any allergies. So this was like the first time finding so out it was about just like, it. Yeah. But that's just it's like hold on let me okay i evaluated the situation and i was like okay you're not dying right now and your throat's not swelling up if your throat was swelling up we'd already be on the way to the hospital but your face is swelling up you're having like a 
a skin reaction to something. Like it's not You'll it's, be fine. It's nothing too bad. We're taking care of it. Like Dave's going to get something. If that doesn't work, I'll take you to the hospital. But like save some money right now because I know you're Canadian, but healthcare ain't free here. So <laughs> save some cash. Ended up being fine. Like by the time the key lime pie dessert came out, which by the way, just like the cornbread, also fantastic. Um, by the time that dessert came out, his like face was swelling down, and he was like, "I think it's like mostly gone." I'm like, "Dude, from someone who doesn't see your face every day, your face is not swollen. Like you only think it's swollen because like you can tell what is out of line, but you're fine. Yeah. Like we're good. You look great." But. Um, Sorry, I had to take a drink, but I had to go slow because I didn't want to get smoked didn't, in the eye didn't again. Didn't want to shoot one into your eye again? Uh, so, speaking of key lime pie, Milwaukee has lime scooters, which are those, like, rentals on an app, like those electric scooters. Key lime scooters? Yeah. Have you ever used those before? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never... wedding. It was I rode it to the wedding. Oh, nice. I've never used them before, so I don't have the app. So, like, I wasn't, like, hot to trot. But the Canadians, they all apparently, like, we got up there Friday, did golf and, like, all that shit. Um, they got up there Wednesday. Like, they flew into Chicago on Wednesday and, like, drove to Milwaukee and been there since Wednesday. And apparently all, they've been, it out. <laughs> all they've been doing was drinking, riding lime scooters, and going to the Pato. Sounds pretty sweet. I was like, if you guys let me know, I would have probably popped in. I would have been there. Yeah. Um, but Thanks so for the heads up. They were all like hot to trot on these scooters, and they were running like five blocks to go get them. They're pr- pretty fun. But the, I mean, the only reason that I ended up with one was because we were leaving the hotel, and one of the bridesmaids was like, oh, I can give you guys a ride. And then we got downstairs to her car, and she's like, I can give one of you guys a ride because they filled up my back seat with a bunch of stuff for the wedding. And I, there was like five of them parked in front of the uh, hotel. And I was like, it's only like a mile away, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right, you guys go. I got I'll see this. you there. Um, but I would never run five blocks to get a scooter. No, absolutely so not. So they would like run five blocks, get the scooter backtrack to where like the route we were taking. And then by the time we got to the bar... They like the same time, and you guys were just walking. Yeah, but how much do they cost? Um, I think I went a mile, and I think it was like two or three dollars. Which it's not. How do they make money? Because people, what are the rules? Like you just have to leave it on like a public walkway. Yeah, it's just like you leave. It's like leave it on a sidewalk, and that, and then like. Take a picture of it when you're done, and that's it. Yeah, and then, like, when they die, someone comes and charges them. I think, well, at least, because I was actually asking in Minnesota about this. They were like, yeah, actually, like, they pay people to pick them up and, like, bring them back to, like, the distribution center yeah. or whatever. They, like, no, but, like, they, it's, like, junk hunters. They just, like, <laughs> random people. You get paid per scooter. Oh, so, like, if you have a pickup truck. Yeah, because you, you'll see up. people, like, just, like, some dude in, like, a 98 F-150 with, like, 25 scooters in the back. Like, I don't know how much they get paid per scooter, but they were, like, oh, yeah, like, it's just a thing. Like, you can drive around, pick up the scooters, and bring them back to the thing, and they'll pay you for the scooters that you bring back. So, I'm assuming you probably don't know the answer to this, but, like, can they only pick up dead scooters? No, I think they can just pick up anything. whenever they want. Yeah. It's a pretty uh-huh. like it's a free I, it, for it's all. It's a pretty loose operation. Well, I feel like yeah, because like I don't know how. I mean, obviously they're paying these people like a dollar or something per scooter. Like it's not like they're paying them twenty five cents. So 
they're charging you $2 a mile and they're giving this guy a dollar and the scooters cost X amount of dollars and they have to charge them and that costs money. Like, how are they making money? I mean, I have no clue. I mean, I guess it's just like you just flood the streets with them and you get a ton of people paying... You know, to and it's a dollar to start it up. Too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I would have done it if I already had the app and it was in front of me. But like, I'm not fucking yeah, I'm walking not gonna out run, of the way. Run out of the way to go find one. But if Correct. there is one, like, and I, well, now I, I, I didn't even have lime. I, I had spin. It was orange. Oh, yeah. Um. So we ended up walking to. They're like, oh, we're going to this. We're going to Red Rocks, and I was like, ooh nice red rocks let's get after it um and then i found out it was a country bar and i was like uh country firecracker yeah exactly um so we walk in and they're like oh it's five dollar cover and i'm like asking everyone i'm like are we gonna be fucking here for a while because like i'm not paying five dollars to go to some bar i don't want to drink and then leave yeah so i had one of the german fest coupons in my pocket and tried to barter with the girl (laughs) and she was like not having it they're not going to let me accept it she was like i understand that it's worth fifteen dollars and I'm only asking you for five, but I can't take it. I'm like, whatever, here's five dollars. Because someone was like, oh, I'll pay for you. I'm like, you gotta, don't worry, you man. Gotta try. Yeah, I'm like, don't worry. I got a plan. I'm not paying to get in here. And then I paid to get in here. Um, the band, it was Jonathan Cochran, was the live band. So obvi- Johnny Cochran, never heard of him. Jonathan Cochran? Well, uh, the- I- Jonathan, uh, not Johnny. Johnny, I'm sure, is short for Jonathan. Well, yeah, but you don't... So we kept doing the glove motion. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit the whole night. He was in, like, the backside of the bar. He couldn't really tell, but, like, we thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, uh, You don't think it's funny? That's fine. Fuck you. Uh, Dom, they had a mechanical bull there. So, obviously, that was pretty funny because... Actually, it wasn't as funny as we thought it was going to be. Um, the guy running the mechanical bull sucked at it, um, just, like, couldn't buck people off. So, like, some people were on it for, like, 90 seconds. And, like, after 10 seconds go by, we're like, dude, fucking buck them or let's go. Yeah. Then, like, dudes would get on, and Dom was, like, berating these people. Dom went two for two nights in a row of being the drunkest guy in Milwaukee. Yes. Um, He was berating these people for using their hands on the mechanical bull. He was like, only girls are allowed to hold on to the bull. Guys are not allowed to use any hands. What is that rule? Okay, I think it's a rule. Guys can only use one hand. One hand, yeah. Because yeah. all these other guys were like literally hanging on for dear life with like two hands and like all this shit. Um, and Dom was like berating them. But sure enough, Dom is a man of his word. And if he will yell at you for doing something wrong, he will go do it correctly in front of you just to like show you that he's not fucking around. Gets on the bull. I have the video. He rode for like 30 seconds with no hands. No hands. No hands. All and hips. being the drunkest guy there. Oh, yeah. I think that actually helped That him. probably like, did help. His balance was like so out of whack. It didn't even matter didn't at matter. that point. His, yeah, his body was already in that mode like, where it's like, okay, things are going to start getting sway. So <laughs> it's just like 
His body was already ready. Well, it was funny because, like, Dom was literally, like, ripping into these people. And I was like, oh, shit, Dom's going to start a fight. But I'm like, there's 20 of us here, so, like, no big deal. But, like, Dom's going to start a fight. And then I was, like, looking at everyone in the bar. Everyone in the bar was, like, 21 to 23 years old, which I will get into later. But I, since they're all that young and it's Wisconsin, I was the only one at the pull tabs machine, which, for those of you who don't know, in Wisconsin, it's like it's like a scratch-off ticket, except they sell them at bar and you just pull the tabs and it's like oh you won you lost whatever yeah Um, no scratching necessary well so i put five bucks in and like was ripping tabs for like 20 minutes on the same five bucks so it's got my money i got way more money's worth out of that than i did from the cover of the bar um but as i'm ripping tabs some girl comes up to me and she's like do you know who you look like i'm like i don't know where (laughs) you're going with this but i'm not excited and she was like no no no, you look like mac miller and i'm like go away right now Okay, so here's the story. Found out Mac Miller's dead. Found out he's a rapper. Uh, the first guy who told me I looked like him said he was the artist of the generation. And she goes, oh, yeah, he is. And I was like, I don't know. Like, do you uh, want me to go off on you right now? Because I can. But I, like, just had to stop. I just, like, walked back to the group. I was like, okay, uh, thank just you. Just leave me alone. Yeah, see you I'm later. done talking to you. It was just one of those. I'm like, I don't know where you're going with it, blah, blah, blah. And then, like... I think people say that Mac Miller is attractive, but it's the same people who say that Post Malone is attractive. And, like, both of those dudes, and, like, I get it. I might look like the one guy. I don't think I do, but if I do, whatever. He's an ugly guy, so maybe I'm an ugly guy, and Post Malone is also an ugly guy. I I like there's a picture of Post Malone floating around on Instagram that it's, like, Post Malone looks like the the 0.1% of germs that Lysol doesn't kill. (laughs) Very accurate. Um, So this is complete tangent, but I found a bizarre subreddit last night. Do you want to guess what it was? Like how bizarre? R slash (laughs) heroin. It's pretty bizarre. So I somebody like posted it and I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I wonder what this sub can be about and like there's a few posts about people being clean and whatever but like 90 percent of the posts are dudes doing heroin or they're like okay i didn't know they're just heroin. It. Met, met, met a new connect and found the best dope i've ever seen okay so i was on it for like an hour last night like from midnight to 1 a.m and apparently heroin comes in like different numbers of like purity and stuff like heroin one heroin two heroin three four whatever um and people are like oh yeah me and my got my heroin number four for the night or whatever and someone's like i don't know man that looks kind of like number three to me and i'm like i cannot believe this is going on well to wrap this around to post malone some dude posted a picture of him doing heroin in an air airplane bathroom and people were asking him like how he got it through security and then other fucking heroin addicts were like oh well the needle on a heroin rig which they call them rigs instead of needles um is like too small for a metal detector to go off blah blah, blah whatever um and then someone was like, oh, man, digging those Crocs. And I was like, ooh, Crocs, man. All right, he might be a heroin guy, but he's a big Crocs guy. And he was like, yeah, they're the Post Malone edition. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, the Post Malone Crocs are sick. Look those up right now. I'm literally, They're just fucking right yellow Crocs. Oh, they have, I don't know, they have, like, some Post Malone tattoos on there or something. Okay, well, I couldn't see it because his heroin needle was blocking the rest of the yeah, Crocs. Yeah, there's some, but... uh, oh, there's a, it looks like a barbed wire, like, 
they have a barbed wire tattoos type situation going cool. on in there and some I don't know if those are those stickers. What is that? Oh, speaking of Crocs, I sent. Did I send you the screenshot of B Lashes from Double Shot at Love? Mm-mm. She posted some like, um, like I thought they were custom Crocs, and it was a video, and so I couldn't listen, and so I listened to it, and apparently she went to like the Crocs outlet or something, and just got those like widgets or whatever you fucking snap into your crocs and it's spelled b lashes and i was like dming her asking like how she got them and she was like oh the crocs outlet blah blah blah. and then i listened to the video and i was like oh i feel like an idiot whatever um and then i sent her the um baby announcement of the crocs that we did yeah and she was like okay that is like the only good baby announcement i've ever seen (laughs) Um, uh, also, another tangent. Speaking of the Crocs guys, uh, Mario Batali, big Crocs guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What a guy. Orange. Okay, I can get down with orange Crocs. See, I get the black Crocs because they like blend in and people can't really tell that they're Crocs if you're walking from far away. But when you wear like the bright color ones, like you're a bozo, I guess. Well, or you're just famous. Or you're a famous chef. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we made it back to the room after being told I looked like Mac Miller. Um, and Joe goes, he was, okay, so me, Jacob, and Stu, we all snore pretty loud. Joe does not snore. Um, and he was like, hey, are you guys cool with white noise machine? And we're like, yeah, I guess. Like, how loud is it going to be? And he, like, plugged in his phone, and it was, like, deafeningly loud. <laughs> and it was like... Okay, I have to, I have to close our heroin. <laughs> and it was like... It was the rain was like a downpour. It was like we were in the middle of a fucking storm. And I'm like, I cannot sleep with this going on. And then he was like, all right, well, what about like the beaches? And it sounds like quiet for a second. And then it just and then it's like a huge tsunami. Yeah, tsunami wave comes in the rogue wave. (laughs) Uh, The rogue wave comes in, and it's just one of those like I'm like, okay, Joe, this is too loud. How about we just do what I do at home, where I stay awake until you guys fall asleep, and then we go from there. And he was like, I'm never gonna fall asleep, and he was like so upset, and then fell asleep two seconds later. You know what? Uh, you should probably, instead of white noise, just put on the uh, IHIBW podcast and fall asleep listening to us. Uh, I can't listen to a podcast. Uh, not like, you. In bed. Well, it was, yeah, on it next to me. I think he wanted the white noise because he didn't want to hear me snore. It wasn't like he needs white noise at home. Well, it you do like, snore like a freight train. I understand, which is why I offered to stay awake, which is pretty much all I did in Milwaukee was just stay awake. Um, hit the toilet flush because I need to go to the bathroom. And we're back. <laughs> okay. Um, this okay. guy. This fucking guy. Side note. We're at the 69th Parallel Studios, and you just put a new vanity and toilet in your bathroom. You have a parking meter in your bathroom. Does it work? Um, it did. I don't have a nickel to test it right now. It did originally. Okay. And there's a 15-minute uh, parking sign that I stole from White Hen. It's a 15-minute parking does, sign. Does it count as stealing if they went out of business? Not anymore. No one can sue you now. Yeah. Um, we'll get our lawyers on that. Um, you have a 15-minute no, or 15-minute parking only sign, and then you have a parking meter that only goes in increments of 30 minutes. Which <laughs> one is it? It's uh, 30. Because I think I'm paying the nickel for 30 minutes yeah. instead of just free 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but speaking of free, 
like the segue, man. I'm rolling today. Um, I get one little drop of monster in my eye, and like I got, I'm shooting fucking lasers today. Um, Free breakfast at hotels. Thoughts? It's usually garbage. Correct. Um, So every hotel free breakfast is a pot of runny scrambled eggs. Yeah, scrambled eggs that started out as powder. <laughs> a those super thin, shitty slices of bacon. A tray of shitty bacon that only has like four pieces in it, and they're like they're like super soggy. A fucking bank of sausage links because nobody goes. Yeah, no one fucks with the sausage links. I usually get those. A bunch of mini cereal boxes, and then cereal a, boxes are better. Sometimes they have those crappy dispenser oh, things. Yeah. Which, how long has that cereal been in there for? Exactly. That's, it's a dice roll. At least with the like mini boxes, it's like it's sealed in there. It's probably. No one stuck their fingers in here. <laughs> and then they have a waffle machine that 90% of the time is out of waffle. Sometimes stuff. they have a waffle machine. Yeah. So this place had a waffle machine and I, nobody was using it. There were two of them. Nobody was using it. So I made a waffle. And usually I only go to the free breakfast just to get a bunch of coffee because that's it. Yeah. Because um, the two things that don't get cleaned in hotel rooms are the glass cups and then the coffee makers so remember that (laughs) they just put the little paper dealies on top of the cups yeah they don't they're clean they're disgusting uh do you need to take this let's patch he called me on accident uh so we got our shitty free breakfast then we went to german fest and german fest opened at noon we got there at like 1205 and it was the weirdest collection of people I've ever seen on in my life. Like I people from all walks of life were there and it was just like screwing with my head. We were also all 25 of us were wearing bright red shirts that said like Mike's bachelor party on it and all these fucking weirdos oh, were you guys like with the bachelor party yeah exactly they're like who's no. Mike where's Mike and like because there were so many of us like we all came in different Ubers we're like oh he's not here and they're like oh he couldn't make it to his old bachelor party we're like oh you're hilarious yeah he's on his fucking way pal um we got stopped. They had like Hairborough gummy bears, like had a fucking rape van there. And this girl was like, hey, can I interest you guys in a ride in my rape van? And someone was like, um, you had me. Or she was like, you didn't have me until you said rape van, but now I'm in. And she was like, well, can I take your picture in front of it so my boss knows that like I'm giving out free samples? We're like, well, how many samples are you going to give us? And she was like, how many can you carry? And she held up like a sack of gummy bear packages. Okay, fine. Take Give our you picture. a garbage Let's bag go. full of gummy bears. So we'll post that one to Instagram. Um, then everyone was walking to the bar tent, and I got sidetracked by the mini donut tent. Ooh. Make them in front of you. It was like $4 for a pack of like 12 $8 for a pack of 24 and $10 for a pack of 42 did you go 42? It's like, I'll have the family pack, please. And she was like, okay, well, how many bags do you want them in? And I was like, just one, please. 
Just one, thank yeah. you. Uh, was which like, was like the move, though, because like if you I you don't want to be carrying around like ten bags of donuts. Well, no. If I buy twelve donuts and I'm in a group of twenty five <laughs> people, I'm gonna have one, and the rest will be gone. Yeah, exactly. If I buy forty two, I'll have four or five, and I can like give out the rest, and yeah, everyone will be happy exactly. and like get their fill. Ten dollars well spent. By the way, I had to like tell a bunch of people. I was like, "Oh, here, have a donut," and they're like, "No, no, no, it's fine. I'm okay." And I was like, "Okay." I don't normally do this, but I'm offering you food, which means I'm okay with parting with it. So please take it because this will not happen the rest of the day. You got a problem with that? No, it's just funny because I know that if someone eats off your plate, you will stab them with a fork. So Live PD last where I guess is two weekends ago. Um, they were in route to a call because a woman domestic disturbance stabbed her husband in the hand with a fork. And I texted Grandpa Pete what was going on. And he was like, I know that game. At least I didn't call the cops on you. Yeah. You were witness to that, right? Uh, yes, it was. I was okay. at Sarkis. So I filled up a mini donuts, got some fucking hot soft pretzels. And what they was were, the mustard situation? They were touting this root beer mustard. Uh, I asked around I'm for the coops. Fence. They didn't have. They said no, but we have this. You don't keep that thing on you? We have this. Strapped with. The, I, if I, I was actually, going to German Fest, I would have brought a bottle of Dusseldorf. Just saying. I actually should get one of those like. Mini um, bottles, like travel bottles. Yeah, like, you know, like for hand sanitizer, except I'll just fill it with mustard. <laughs> Um, so they're like, no, but we have this Sprecher's root beer mustard. And I was like, well, now, um, I'll try that. And I knew it was either going to be really good or really disgusting. Happy to say really good. That's good to know. Do they sell that on the interwebs? Uh, I see you typing. Well, I was actually typing keychain condiment bottle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) root beer mustard. Hang on. I think Jamie, pull that shit. I think you just get a keychain like shampoo bottle. Uh, It it was Sprecher. Yeah. Oh yeah, they sell it. Okay, because eight ounce jar. That might be the only mustard I will pay for. Three dollars for an eight ounce jar. Okay, that is a price I can get down with. We can't talk about that. What we should talk about if Coops comes out with getting yeah getting Coops on on a root beer flavored mustard. Exactly. I'm down to experiment if they want me to come taste test. Like I am your man. I love root beer and I love mustard. So like, get at me. Um, bathroom situation, German fest, unbelievable because it's on the summer fest grounds. They have like a ton of permanent bathrooms. I went into a bathroom. There were 100 urinals and 40 stalls. That's 100 urinals. What? I mean, Summerfest is pretty big. They were like pissing for an army. Well, yeah, whatever. We went to German fest. It was fun. Then we went to sail off after, and it was 90 degrees that day, and so like we were all excited to go to a bar after. We walk in. They have the windows open. PJ, it was like your house right now, and your thermostat says 81, 81 degrees. 81 degrees. Except they didn't have an oscillating fan blowing on well, me. you know, only the finest for the 69th Parallel Studios. So what? They sell keychain sriracha bottles. Uh, we could just cover that with an IHIBW sticker. <laughs> We can. I have. Oh, I forgot to bring you those stickers. Whatever. I'll come back again. Um, (laughs) Then we were going from this bar. They were giving us a ride in their shuttle bus to Miller Park. I think, okay, cool. Shuttle bus will have AC. Miller Park, there's a storm coming. The roof will be closed. They'll have the AC cranking. Great. Get on the bus. No AC. 
just a big no AC weekend for you. So it's one of those shuttle buses, you know, like it's got like the school bus door. Mm-hmm. Veteran move when there's no AC, where do you sit? Right by the door. Right behind the driver. Driver has the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we didn't know that the driver was best friends with Jacob. So he was like, yeah, there's no AC. But like, John, if you want to just like hold the door open and then just like keep closing it as like we pass bikers and stuff like that's fine so we literally were driving around with the door open of the shuttle bus i like it doesn't it open in no no it opens out it opens out Uh, some of them open in some most of them open out though because opening in constricts the entryway i've I've never really paid that much attention to that um anywho i'm talking about how like i sure hope the roof is closed blah 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 and the driver's like wait why do you want the roof closed i'm like it's too fucking hot they need the ac and he was like you know Miller Park doesn't have AC, right? And I'm like, <laughs> you've got to be shitting me. Um, so apparently they built a ballpark in Milwaukee that has a retractable roof that only has heat, even though they play the bulk of their games in June, July, and August. Yeah, heat's not really necessary. Yeah, so what the fuck is going on? Like, uh, you can close the roof, and the body heat alone would heat up the stadium to, like, a normal temperature. Yeah. But whatever. So, obviously, bought a bag of peanuts or Stu did. Shout out to Big Daddy Stu. Um, bought me a bag of peanuts. And, okay, those are old lady sunglasses he's wearing. Patrick's got home from his walk. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been wearing them all weekend. Actually, he's been wearing them for months. Were they your grandma's? No. <laughs> she has more fashionable ones. Um, but I was eating peanuts, and, like, we were on the concourse. And, like, I felt weird because... It's a newer stadium, like built in like 2000, 2001 or something. Um, I felt weird like throwing my peanuts on the ground, but I'm a big believer in the ask for forgiveness and not for permission. So yeah, just fire away. We were just I'd, dicking I'd around, and I left like a giant mound of shells, which you, I take you as a peanut eat the whole shell guy. Um, I will sometimes, but it, dep- it depends. It's like 50-50 for me. Like it's if not- I'm eating a, eating a bag. It'll- 50-50 with crystal ball? Yeah. 50-50 with Cristobal. So the game was like a million fucking degrees. We were sitting up like high because it was the only place we can get 25 seats in a row. Yeah. Um, at like the 6th inning, I'm like, dude, we need to go to eat fr- at Fridays. They have a TGI Fridays in there. Not a big deal. Um, did the Fridays have air conditioning? Yeah, they did. That's why. I'm like, <laughs> we need to go there. I need to eat dinner, and I need to sit in air conditioning, which is like the biggest old man move of all time. Or the biggest fat guy move, but whatever. Call me either one. I don't really give a shit. Uh, um, 50-50 with Christopher. Yes. So we get to Fridays, and I'm like so jacked up for the Jack Daniels menu. They only had one Jack Daniels menu item, and it was like the chicken breast. Yeah, it's no good. Not a the, fan. You need the uh, the ribs. I get I get whatever with the side of the fried shrimp because you douse those in that sauce. Unbelievable. The juices. Yeah. Um, well, we found out that during our TJ Friday's air conditioning because there were only like six of us, they closed the roof during it because like there was a storm coming, mm-hmm. um, and it turned into be like an actual million degrees in our seats because oh. all the heat rises and we were like right at the fucking top. Oh, um, so and then it could yeah the roof was closed. And so it was just trap. We all ended up like leaving before the game even ended because we had to take two runs in the shuttle bus. So whatever, we get back to. Sail loft, we end up going to this other bar, and I was in like the last Uber to get there. And it was Stu and I. We go to walk into the front entrance of the bar on the street, and they're like, like the building entrance, and they're like, oh no, you can't come in. You have to go through the patio. We're like, 
Well, I've never heard that one before, but whatever. So we walk onto the patio, and there's like a fucking line. And I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, should I just like go back to the other guy and just give him 20 bucks and like we'll walk right in? I'm like, ah, whatever. The line looks like it's moving. So we waited in line for like three minutes. It turns out they were just like IDing people and like that was the line. That's it. Um, But there were a bunch of like 21 year olds in front of us so they're carding him carding him carding also him seems carding to be him. a theme for your weekend <laughs> gets to us and he was like oh no you guys are good. you're good which is fine i was like who hello uh so like we roll right in and um we ended up talking to so- someone came up to us about the batch of party shirts and obviously i asked her how old she was she was 23 and i was like okay cool I have single guys here. How old are you looking for? And she was like, I don't know, somewhere around my age. So I called Johnny 2000 over and I was like, hey, Johnny, this is whatever the chick's name was. Um, And he's like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, how old are you? And he was like, oh, I'm 26. How old are you? And she goes, oh, why don't you guess? And so he literally spits out, uh, I don't know, like 30 Ooh. She was like, uh, end of conversation. I have to and go now. To his credit, she looked a little bit older. She had like a bit of a weathered face, but it was. <sighs> you didn't give him like stand behind her. The bros helping bros throw it up. If okay, honestly, if someone like if you're single and you're trying to guess a girl's age, like there are just marks that you're going for. If you're young and you're in a bar, you just say 21. If you're older, you say like yeah, 25. So I, would say, I would have said 22. Probably. And then if it's like an older, like if you're trying to just like pump up some old lady's tires, you're like, oh, you don't look a day over 30 type of thing. You know what I mean? Like those are just the marks you go for. And Johnny just learned an important lesson that day. <laughs> um, so. I told them to listen to the podcast, and I don't know if they're listening to the podcast. Maybe they are. They didn't leave a fucking review. So. Well, shout out if they are listening. Oh, and so everybody in fucking Milwaukee, like, for the most part, like, everyone's from Chicago. Um, so, like, when you're out of town and someone asks you where you're from, you say Chicago. And then when they say they're from Chicago, you're like, okay, whereabouts are you from? Like where in the city are you from or where in the suburbs are you from? Um, Someone asked like where in Chicago? And I was like, oh, Niles. And they're like, that's not Chicago. And I was like, well, it it literally touches Chicago. So we can start there. Where are you from? Western Springs. And I was like, you're hassling me. (laughs) You said you were from Chicago. I'm from Niles, which touches Chicago. And you're from fucking Western Springs, which is 40 minutes away from the city. Is, Fuck you. Is Western Springs even in Cook County? Uh, it's by... No, it's not. I don't think it is. It's by um, fucking... LaGrange, um, Hinsdale. It's by Burr Ridge. That's it. It's between Hinsdale and Burr Ridge. Yeah, I don't even think they're in Cook County. Correct. Fuck you. Yeah. That's <laughs> then I was saying bye to everybody and um some girl was talking to some guy and he was like, Oh, he's from Chicago and I was like, Oh, where are you from? Blah blah Niles, where'd you go to high school in Maine South? She was like, Oh, I used to, te- to um student teach at Maine South and she was like, I had Mr. Falico, who's a Spanish teacher there, and I was like, Oh, so you used to teach Spanish? And she said yes, and I said, Hasta la vista, baby, and just <laughs> left. That was the best like ending line I've ever had ever. Ah, that's fucking fantastic but back to going to the milwaukee airport i dropped joe off sunday morning at the milwaukee airport it is the smallest fucking airport 
ever. Yeah, but it's Earth. great because it only costs four dollars to uh, park there. Um, did I ever tell you about my only time flying in and out of Milwaukee? No. Twenty-one years old. We go to Vegas for the first time. Me, Jacob, and Frank. Um, we Jacob books us one hundred and eighty dollars tickets to Vegas. Great. So we leave from Milwaukee, fly to Vegas direct. Great time. Whatever. Come home at eight in the morning. Fly from Vegas to Seattle to Kansas City to Milwaukee. We left Vegas at 8 a.m. Eastern or West uh, Pacific time, which was 10 a.m. Central. We landed at midnight Central time. So you traveled the whole day. Correct. Uh, then I landed and Frank was like, hey, so I have to work tomorrow in Gurney. Do you want to either leave right now and you can drop me off at home or we can leave at six in the morning and you can drop me off at Gurney? I'm like, I'm going to take you home right now because I'm just going to sleep for an entire day. Beautiful. So that's what I did. Um, get home from Vegas or get home from Milwaukee after the batch party. Everything's good. Fritz kept t- texting us like thanks for planning everything. And he like sent out an email and was like thanking me, Frank, Malosh and Jacob for doing stuff. I didn't do anything. I kept telling them. I was like, dude, you you told me you want these shirts. You told me the design. I did the design and I got the shirts because I have a shirt guy. I have a shirt guy. Um, but <laughs> that's all I did. Like, I didn't do anything else. Frank Malosh and Jacob did everything else. All I did was get the fucking shirts. That's it. But whatever. <laughs> did I ever tell you how I invented I, snowboarding? I took care of the shirts. Yeah. So Did I ever tell you how I invented snowboarding? I don't want credit for it, but they keep giving it to me. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. And with that, uh, we will leave you with this. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, 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 uh, Milwaukee, uh, Bradford Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, check it out, uh, here I am in the place where I come to say, in Milwaukee it's all good, oh yeah, hey, every day like a fish fry, people stop and say hi or hello, nice folks, don't you know, so we sip a little something brewed here in town, and we sip a little more just to wash it down. Now I gotta go do my radio show Every time the ladies call, they be like Hi, Joe Can y'all feed me? I'd kill for a bratwurst But quench my thirst Pour me a boofers Macro, micro, foreign, domestic Like dark horse, out nice antic I grew up not too far from here Someday I might shoot me a deer Looking for a place you can feel ensconced in Milwaukee's your town and it's in Wisconsin Party by the lake when the summer gets hot When the snow falls, everybody shovels a lot Welcome to Milwaukee Coming to Milwaukee. Poke up by the lake till the cows come home. Retractable roof on our baseball dome. I'm going to Milwaukee. Welcome to Milwaukee. I only came for two days to Summerfest But every time I come I always wind up staying for the rest This is the kind of town for me and just in case you haven't guessed Milwaukee's my city and for this I feel I'm truly blessed Party by the lake when the summer gets hot When the snow falls everybody shovels a lot Welcome to Milwaukee You're coming to Milwaukee Poke by the lake till the cows come home Retractable roof on a baseball dome I'm going to Milwaukee Welcome to Milwaukee Party by the lake when the summer gets hot